Welcome back folks to the Geezer Gus Presents Classic Radio Comedy Series. I'm so thrilled you tuned in again. Today's comedy episode is from the popular classic The Blondie and Dagwood Show. This episode is titled, April Fool's Day. The radio program ran on several networks from 1939 to 1950. Penny Singleton is cast in the title role of Blondie, co-starring with Arthur Lake as Dagwood, and is adapted from the long-run Blondie comic strip. This episode is brought to you by our friends at CritterCaper.com. At CritterCaper.com, you can watch hundreds of pet and animal videos that will truly warm your heart. There are great pet care and training videos as well. So, give CritterCaper.com a visit and start watching all the great, fun short clips of pets and animals. It's addicting too. Also, don't forget to visit GeezerGus.com to listen to all of the available radio show episodes. There are also hundreds of the old-time television comedy shows to watch as well. They're fun to watch. If you like this episode, please consider buying Geezer Gus a cup of coffee at the support link below. Thanks a million. Now, enjoy this episode of Blondie and Dagwood titled, April Fool's Day. Ah, 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 don't touch that dial, and listen to Blondie. And now it's time for our weekly visit with the Bumsteads. We find Blondie in her spotless kitchen, just placing a huge dish of fresh-baked cookies on the table. Mommy. And here comes Baby Dumpling. Mommy, listen. Yes, Baby Dumpling? Well, I was just wondering, there was a poor little boy at our front door just now. A poor boy? Uh-huh. He was awful hungry, Mommy. I was just wondering if we could spare just a couple of those cookies for a hungry boy, Mommy. Why, of course we can, dear. You bring him around to the back door, and I'll fill his little hands with cookies. Okay, Mommy. That'd be awful, happy. <laughs> now, let's see. I'll give him one of these. Uh, no, and a couple of these frosted ones. Poor little fella. And, uh... I guess we can spare three of these sugar cookies. Yes. Yes, I'm coming. Hello, Mommy. Well, here's some cookies for you. Why, Baby Dumplin', you're all alone. Where's the little boy who was so hungry? Well, Mommy, uh, I'm him. Oh, Baby Dumplin' Bumstead. The idea of playing such a trick on me. April Fool, Mommy. Oh, April Fool, eh? Uh-huh. April Fool, can I have those cookies now? April Fool, no, you can't. Oh. Well, not till after dinner. These cookies are for your father because today is his birthday. But Daddy born twice, Mommy. Why, no, dear. What an idea. Well, how does I get to have two birthdays then? Well, you see, Baby Dumplin', uh, Daddy was really born in leap year. Uh-huh. Uh, leap year. Oh, that's the year that comes every four years. In leap year, the month of February has 29 days instead of 28. Well, your father was born on the 29th. That was tough. Of course, his family wanted him to have a birthday oftener than every four years, so they let him pick his own birthday, and he picked April 1st. Why did they pick April Fool's Day, Mommy? Well, I, I think it was so he'd remember that it was April Fool's Day and not get caught too often. But it didn't do any good. He always gets caught. I'll go to the door, Mommy. Hey, anybody home? What? Wait, it's Mr. Dithers. We're out in the kitchen. We're coming. Uh, now, be polite, baby. After all, he's Daddy's boss. Okay, Mommy. Hello, baby Dumplin'. Hi, Mr. Dithers. Say, what's that on your neck? 
Huh? Where? Why, I, I don't feel anything on my neck. It's so cool. Yes, it's a long head. Baby. That's a good one. Well, Mr. Dithers, this is a nice surprise. Surprise? Oh, didn't Dagwood tell you I was coming for dinner? Why, uh, no. This isn't another joke, is it? Well, it better not be. Dinner's no joking matter. Oh, well, all I meant was uh, Dagwood didn't tell me, and dinner isn't ready, and... Yeah, I know. I came early. Wanted to let you in on something. Little surprise for Dagwood. Did he tell you it was his birthday? Oh, sure. That's the point. So I arranged this surprise. Now, if I tell you what it is, will you agree not to tell him? Of course. I won't spoil the surprise. Okay. It's a watch. A watch? Mm-hmm. Oh, Mr. Dithers, how nice. But you shouldn't have done that. This isn't his real birthday, you know. Just an April Fool birthday. Oh, don't worry. The watch is April Fool, too. Oh, isn't it a good watch? Certainly not. It's just for a laugh. Now, listen. I make a speech, see, like this. In recognition of your unbroken record for being late at the office, I want to present you with this little token. When you open the box, watch out, because time flies. <laughs> That's funny about that, Mommy. Oh, shh, dear. <laughs> then comes the big laugh. Oh. It's a trick watch, see? When he goes to lift it out of the box, it blows up. Blows up? Sure. Flies into a million pieces. It's a scream. Fella pulled it at the Civic Club the other day. I'm using the same watch. Oh, can it be put together again? Oh, sure. Jordan the jeweler can fix it for the next ball guy. He rents the watch. I'm on my way to his store now to get it. Now, remember, you gave me your promise not to tell Dagwood. Well, all right, Mr. Dithers. Only Dagwood doesn't understand jokes like that very well. Oh, poppycock. He's got to learn to take a ribbing once in a while. I don't start dinner till I get back. I laugh better on a full stomach. <laughs> Oh, dear. What's the matter, Mommy? Well, I'm a little worried about Mr. Dither's joke. Daddy's been kind of hoping he'd get a present from him. Uh, not so much for the present, Baby Dumplin', as to kind of show that they were friends. He'll be so happy when he gets the watch, and then, when he finds out it's a joke, I'm afraid it'll be an awful letdown. Can we do something about it, Mommy? I don't know. We can't seem like poor sports, but I... I don't like it. I bet you if I thought among myself for a long time, I could do something about it. Mm, can I go out again for a while, Mommy? Well, yes, dear. But don't be late for dinner. Oh, here's Daddy now. Hey. Hi, Blondie. Hi, baby. <laughs> oh, hello, dear. A happy birthday again. Yeah, thanks. Hello, Daddy. Happy April Fool. Goodbye. Yeah. Well, that was soon over. Well, what was his hurry? Oh, he's going outside to think. Think about what? Oh, April Fool jokes, I guess. Look, Dagwood, huh? you uh, you don't mind much if people play jokes on you today, do you? Even if it is sort of your birthday. Me? <laughs> no. I mean, no matter who played the joke on you, you wouldn't feel really badly. No, no, honey. I can take a joke. Why, I like jokes. Oh, there's a phone. Maybe I'd better take it. No, no, it, it might be somebody wishing me happy birthday. <laughs> Hello. This is Mr. Bell of the telephone company. We're testing your line. Is it a joke, Dagwood? Oh, oh no. <laughs> Shit, buddy. This may be important. Maybe they uh, they uh, call old subscribers on their their birthdays now and wish them... Uh, are, are you there, Mr. Bumstead? Uh, yes, Mr. Tell. Uh, I mean, Mr. Bell. Uh, will you stand back from your phone about uh, five feet, please? Huh? Oh, oh, sure. Sure. I am. Thank you. Now, whistle. 
Oh, yeah, glad to, of course. Ready? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Louder, please. Huh? Louder. Oh. My, you'd make a lovely canary. April Fool. Oh. <laughs> well, Dagwood. Yeah, yeah, I knew it was a joke. I'd, <laughs> I didn't want to spoil his fun. I'm glad everybody else has such a good time on my birthday. Well, now, don't you care, Dagwood. I have a nice dinner for you. Dinner? Well, what are we waiting for? <laughs> we can't start dinner without Mr. Dithers. Uh, Mr. Dithers? Oh, that's right. Hey, how did you find out he was coming? Why, uh, uh I'll get it. Oh, uh, no, no, uh, probably for me. You know, it's my birthday, and I... Hello? Good evening, Mr. Bumstead. I'm C.R. Meter, Service Department, Municipal Light and Power Company. Uh-huh. Uh, would you mind stepping to a window and ascertaining if the street lamp in front of your residence is lighted? Oh, I know, sir. Not at all. Uh, just a minute. What is it, Dagwood? Oh, it's a uh, light and power company. They're uh, worried about a street light out here. And... Oh, it's okay. Hello. Yes. Is the street light burning? Yeah, sure it's burning okay. Well, don't forget to blow it out before you go to bed. April Fool! <laughs> now what? Did they get you again, Dagwood? Oh, no, no. Uh, uh, what were we talking about when the phone rang? Oh, uh, at dinner. Why did you invite Mr. Dithers for dinner tonight, Dagwood? It was a matter of punctuation. Punctuation? Uh -huh. See, I just started to say, uh, uh, you must come out to the house for dinner, comma, uh, some night soon. Well? Uh, well, he put a period after dinner, and before I could finish, he said he'd be out tonight. No, I'll take that. This time I'll show them who's an April Fool. Mm -hmm. Hello! Listen, fun is fun, but I've had enough nonsense from you. Oh, oh it is Mr. Dithers. Oh, maybe he can't come, huh? Yeah. Uh, he, maybe you can't come, huh? Oh, no. Nonsense, Bumstead. I'll be there. Huh? Let me talk to Blondie. Yeah, yeah. He's uh, coming, Blondie. He wants to talk to you. Oh. Um, hello, Mr. Dithers. Now listen, Blondie. I'll be a little late. Jordan, the jeweler, had closed the shop. Oh, well, I'm glad in a way. You uh, won't have the uh, time, then? I'll have the watch. Don't worry. I made him send a clerk down to open up and let me get it. They can't stop J.C. Dithers that easy. Oh, well, all right. We'll wait. Goodbye. What uh, won't he have time for, Blondie, huh? Never mind, Dagwood. I, I promise not to tell. Oh, a surprise, huh? <laughs> I uh, told Mr. Dithers it was my birthday. Golly, I bet he's got something for me. Oh, Dagwood, don't don't expect too much, will you? Oh, no, no, honey. It isn't a gift. It's a thought that counts. Well, I don't mind holding dinner while from good old Mr. Dithers. I'll just fix a little snack to keep my strength while I'm waiting. Oh, dear. I hope he won't be too disappointed. <laughs> Fine dinner, Blondie. Puts me in good humor. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> now we have a you-know-what time, all right. Uh, yes, there's something I want to get in the kitchen. Will you all excuse me? Oh, uh, oh sure. before we cut the cake, yeah? uh, Baby Dumpling, you run out to the hall closet and look in my overcoat pockets. Bring me the little leather box in the right-hand pocket. Okay. Don't eat the cake till I get back. Little leather box, huh? <laughs> 
Uh, oh, excuse me, Mr. Dears. I'll uh, just uh, put out the electric lights. Put them out? Why? Well, the candles on the cake will look better by themselves. <laughs> we can see enough to... Under, uh, we can see all right in, in by the candles. Here comes the cake. <laughs> Happy birthday, Dagwood. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Look at that, Mr. Dithers. Yeah, what's keeping baby dumpling? Hey, here's a leather box. Blow out the candles and make a wish, Dad. Now, wait a minute. Huh? Before you blow out the candles, uh, I've got a word to say. Yeah. <clears throat> Quiet, all. Mr. Dithers has a leather... Uh, I mean, a word to say. Go ahead, J.C. Well, Dagwood... In recognition of your unbroken record for being late at the office, I want to present you with this little token. Oh, well, uh, oh, thanks. All uh, I can say is thanks, Mr. Dithers. When you open the box, watch out, because time flies. Sure. I I'll open it right now. <laughs> oh, boy, look, Blondie, a watch. Yeah, pick it up. Look it over. Yeah. Now I know what you didn't have time for, <laughs> to get it engraved. Oh, but that's okay. Boy, it's a beauty. Uh, take it out of the box. Yeah. Wait, Dagwood, I... Pick it up, huh? Oh, sure. <laughs> there you are. <laughs> Certainly just well watched. Why, Mr. Dithers, it didn't... It doesn't... Uh, you. I see it doesn't. Something wrong with it. Uh, no, no, nothing's wrong. It's okay. Uh, let me see that watch. Give yeah. it here. Sure, okay, careful now. I wouldn't want anything to happen so soon. Well, I would. Huh? Hey, look, look out. Don't, don't knock it. Oh, baby, shh. But it's going to burst. Hey, that's hey. mighty funny. It ought to come apart. Hey, then I don't. No. Look out. Won't work, hey? I'll make it work. Hey. Oh, my oh. Smash the bit. He's busted it. He certainly has. Glass all over the... Yeah, fine thing. Give a man a watch and then... Listen, I'll explain the whole thing. It was just a gag. Yeah, a gag? Excuse me, Mr. Dennis. Hey, who's this? Why, it's Jordan the jeweler. Excuse me for walking right in, but I was excited. You're excited? Listen, Jordan, you've ruined my whole evening. Am I too late for the joke? The joke didn't work. Yeah, what joke? Oh, Dagwood, I wanted to tell Let you. Let me explain. My clerk made a mistake. He didn't give you the watch that comes apart. Huh? No, here is the trick watch. Then what was the watch Mr. Dithers broke? Broke? Where is it? Down here on the floor, smashed. Smashed? Mr. Dithers, do you know what you've done? Broken the wrong watch? Yes, Mr. Dithers. You've destroyed the best watch in my store, and it's going to cost you $150, Mr. Dithers. Oh! Oh, my! And now we return to the Bumstead's ringside, where Dithers and Jordan the jeweler are trying to outshout each other. A hundred and fifty dollars? Pa to you, Mr. Dithers. Now listen. Listen to what? You've had the floor. Now let me have a word. Have a thousand words. What does it get you? You owe me one hundred and fifty dollars. Oh, yeah? Well, try and get it. Oh, I'll get it. Don't worry. I'm not worrying. Yeah, I am. So am I. Oh, shh, baby. But I got something to tell you, Mama. Yes, I'm poor. Oh, keep baby dumpling, guys. Too many people want to talk now. Fine, Jola. Wants me to pay for his mistakes. A fine businessman. Gives his faithful employees trick watches. Gentlemen, this isn't getting us anywhere. Mama, I, I want to tell you something. Quiet, baby dumpling. No. Oh, oh, oh. Look, I'm sorry. But, guys, my nerves. Baby, go upstairs to bed. You too, Dadwood. Yeah, me? 
go to bed. Oh, I mean put baby to bed, dear. Oh, yeah. I have an idea for settling this argument. Well, okay, come on, baby dumpling. But I want to tell you it, something. Tell me upstairs now, come on. Well, okay. Good night, Mama. And say good night to the company, baby dumpling. Good night, all. I hope you go home, Penny. Yeah, oh, baby dumpling. Shh. Now, gentlemen. Let's get this thing straightened out. I don't want to hear any more about it. All I want to hear is Jitter saying, here's your check. Ah, no, no, now, now, wait. As I understand it, Mr. Jordan, you want Mr. Dithers to hand you $150. Not one penny less. Dithers takes an article that belongs to me. He smashes it. Any court in the land will give me damages to the extent of the value. Well, Mr. Dithers, that sounds like a strong case. Think so? Yes. You did smash a watch, and it wasn't yours. It would sound bad in court if you refused to pay anything for it. <laughs> Hear that, Dithers? But. But. But what? But I'm willing to help you out, Mr. Dithers. I've got a proposition to make. You put up $25, and I'll get you out of this. For $25? Not a chance. Oh, is that so? Well, I've seen Blondie get out of worse than this. I'm with you, Blondie. Oh, you are, eh? Okay, let me see you get him out of it, Mrs. Bumpstead. All right, Mr. Jordan. Here goes. Now, you spoke of going to law just now. Oh, you want to go to law, eh? Oh, no, and neither do you. Because, Mr. Jordan, while you might make Mr. Dithers look, uh, well, uh, not very generous... Eh? Uh-huh. Mr. Dithers will make you, Mr. Jordan, look very, very silly. Eh? Aha! Uh-huh. Now, look. How would it sound in court, Mr. Jordan, when you had to admit that your agent or clerk didn't know the difference between a $150 gold watch and an April Fool watch that falls apart? <laughs> well, I'm willing to arbitrate. Well, now I'm going to ask you some questions. You don't have to answer, but I think you'd better, because the answers are all in your books, and, and a lawyer could get a court order to look at those books. You want to know prices? Uh-huh, and costs, too, too. I've got nothing to hide. Good. Now, what is the price of the trick watch? What's that got to do with anything? The watch that he smashed is $150. You said you had nothing to hide. Now, uh, what do you ask for the trick watch? $75. Oh, what a robber! Oh, a robber, am I? Now I will go to law. Oh, now, wait. Mr. Dithers, if I'm going to settle this, you'd better leave us alone. Huh? Please. Now, now you go on out in the kitchen and, and get a drink of water or something. All right, all right. Call me when Jordan hollers for help. <laughs> My, I'm glad you keep your dignity, Mr. Jordan. Never mind the soft soap, madam. I'm waiting for any facts you may have that will make me take less than $150 for that watch. All right. I'll give you facts. But first, uh, why do you value the trick watch so highly? It's a good rental property. In one year, I rented it five times at five dollars a time. Six oh. times, including Dillis. <laughs> oh, I see. And how much did you actually pay for the trick watch? That's my business. Oh, I thought you had nothing to hide. Well, the trick watch cost me fifty dollars. I asked 75 because I'm entitled to 50% on any sale. That's what I wanted to know. Your profit is 50%. That would mean that the good watch only actually cost you $100? Well, yes, and I might settle for that. 
but not one penny less. Well, we'll see. Uh, now, getting back to the trick watch, uh, it cost you $50, and you've made $25 in rentals on it. So if that watch got smashed, the real loss to you would be just $25. Now, is that right? Well, yes. All right. Now, Mr. Dithers has offered to settle for $25. Oh, he has. Well, it won't work, Mrs. Bumstead. I'm going to be paid for the good watch, because it was the good watch that he smashed. Not in the eyes of the law. Eh? Why not, I'd like to know. Well, uh, take this example. Your wife goes into a store where they have an original gown from Paris. Value $300. She better not buy it. Uh, she doesn't. They also have exact copies at $30 apiece. Your wife orders a copy. Well? Well, the store makes a mistake. They send her the original. Now, she didn't order that. She doesn't want that. She doesn't know she has it. But she wears it thinking it's the copy. Then she spills ink on it. She does? Is it paid for? Yes, she paid $30. But the store discovers their mistake. They bring a copy and ask for the original back. It's spoiled. So they bill her for $300. What? Well, I'd like to see them get it. I'm glad you see my point. Uh, but the watch is different. Not a bit. Now, listen. Mr. Dithers rented a watch. He got what he thought was a trick watch. He had every right to think that. He didn't order a good watch. He paid a rental to get a come-apart watch. When it didn't work the way you told him it would, he tried to make it work. Yeah, he made it come apart all right. Of course he did. He'd paid to see it come apart. Now... I'm not sure he couldn't sue you. Uh, sue me? What for? Well, he had paid you a sum to have a laugh on someone else. Instead, the laugh's been on him. If I said you had made him very ridiculous, he might get damages. I've had enough. You win. Oh, thank you. You can come in now, Mr. Dithers. Uh, bring the $25 with you. Ah, seen the light, eh, Jordan? Well, here's your $25. Yeah. Oh, that's a lot to pay for an April Fool joke. Oh, you think you're stuck, eh? How about me? I'm out $125. You mean $75. I heard you admit the broken watch only cost $100. Well, then I'm out $75. That's $50 more than you are. But you're really not out any more than Mr. Dithers. Oh, I'm not, eh? Well, how do you figure that? Well, you have the trick watch, haven't you? I'll be lucky if I still have it when I leave here. How does that make me losing no more than Dithers? He's only out $25. Don't you see? It's plain as the nose on your face. Listen. I'm listening. So am I. Now, Mr. Jordan had two watches. He paid $50 for one and $100 for the other. Total, $150. Right. He now has only one watch, but he values it at $75, his own figure. Right. So he has $75 plus $25 he made in rentals on it. Now, that's $100, plus $25 Mr. Dithers paid him for it. Now, that's $125, or only $25 less than he paid for both watches. He's right, Jordan. We're even. Now, now then, come on, shake hands. Oh, I don't mind. Good night. I'm going before she has me owing somebody money. I'm glad you mentioned that, Mr. Jordan. How about the $5 rental Mr. Dithers paid? Hey, what? It isn't fair to rent a man a thing that you also sell him and which he never gets. You've got the watch, Mr. Jordan. I'm going. I think I've worn out my welcome here. Hey, wait. She's right again. Give me that five. I'll get him. Come back, Jordan. Oh, my goodness. 
Hey, Blondie, you know what? No. What, dear? <laughs> Baby, don't play. Come in. Come yeah, in here. Yeah, I am. I'll tell Mommy what you told me upstairs. Huh? I was trying to tell everybody down here. It's just that I brought Daddy a watch, too. You What? How? Where? <laughs> he took the money out of his pig bank. All he had. So I wouldn't be disappointed when Mr. Dithers pulled his joke. Why, baby dumplin', that was sweet. I went to the toy store and bought a watch for 238 pennies. It was worth 250 pennies. <laughs> like mother, like son. <laughs> a bargainer. Well, <laughs> where is the watch you bought, baby? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Tell her, baby. Mr. Dithers broke. Oh, oh, no, baby. Oh, yes, he did. See, when baby went to the clothes closet to get that box for Mr. Dithers, uh, baby dumpling switched. His watch for the one in Mr. Dither's pocket. Now that daddy wouldn't have a joke made on him. Well, bless your heart. I don't care if I never get a watch with a son like that. But wait, then where is the good watch we thought was broken? I got it, Mommy. Right here, see? Huh? Oh, oh, for heaven's sake. Oh, you got away from me. Hey, what's that? Huh? Oh, it's the watch we thought you broke. Baby Dumpling saved it. Hey. Oh. <laughs> there was a little skullduggery in the closet. Uh, it was a watch baby had bought his father that you broke. Oh, it was, eh? Yeah, it took all my pennies to buy it, too. Well, let's see if we can't fix that. How much was Jordan out? Twenty-five dollars? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll pay him that, and then I'll own this watch. You'll have a bargain, too. Fifty dollars for a watch that retails at one hundred and fifty. You mean baby will have a bargain. It's his. To pay for the one I broke. Oh, oh no. Uh, the, the difference in price, uh, that's too much. No, Dadwood. I won't miss $50. The baby's watch cost him all he had. I'm getting off easy. Here, baby. Thanks. Here, Daddy. Huh? A speech, baby. Speech. Okay. Hey, Daddy. Uh, huh? In recognition for your unbroken record as a good daddy, oh. I hereby pre- present you with a token or something. Uh, anyhow, it's your watch and happy birthday. Uh, happy birthday. Happy birthday. Oh, I can say is I hope everybody that ever had a birthday has a good of one as I have. And, and, happy oh. birthday to you. <laughs> happy birthday to you. Well, Dagwood's birthday ended happily despite all the April Fool jokes that were played on him. So join the Bumsteads next Monday. Our Blondie Orchestra is directed by Billy Arts, who also creates the special musical effects. And this is Bill Goodwin speaking for the makers of Camel Cigarettes. Until Monday, good night all. This is the Columbia Broadcasting System. I hope you enjoyed this latest Geezer Gus Presents episode. Stay tuned for the next exciting episode. Please check back often, and make sure to subscribe to my podcast, so you won't miss the new exciting episodes. In the meantime, scroll up or down to find other exciting episodes to listen to. Don't forget to visit GeezerGus.com to see and listen to all the program categories and episodes. I really want to say a special thank you to all of the Patreon supporters for helping to keep Geezer Gus Presents online. Your support is truly appreciated.
Thanks for stopping by. Bye bye for now.